0: On the Newman Jets Audio Network, this is the Jetcast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast Podcast is brought to you by South Central Ceiling and Paving online at SC S E A L I N G dot Mel Hambledon Ford, Pepsi Eck Agency, Donlinger Construction, Big Corner Creative. Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Keystone Solid Surfaces, and by Overland Charters, the official transportation provider of Newman University Athletics. Here's the voice of the Newman Jets, Blake Krebs. Since Billy Murphy
1: began the bowling programs at Newman in 2002, Jet Bowling has been perhaps NU's most illustrious program in terms of postseason success with the men and women combining for 20 appearances in the Intercollegiate Team Championships. Two men are headed back to nationals this year and will try to win men's individual gold. It would be NU's first individual men's title since Corey Simmons in 2004. Welcome in to episode number 66 of the JetCast, your weekly look inside Newman University Athletics. I am Blake Cripps, and I am joined by the aforementioned Newman University Hall of famer do you do you keep track how many hall of fames are you in anyway yeah i don't i don't really he's in plenty that stuff (laughs) uh that i mean that's our job to keep track of but he is the head coach for newman men's and women's bowling billy murphy completing now his 19th season here in the chair in wichita congratulations on gosh Next year, we're going to be talking about year 20. Can you believe that? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. It Uh, really is. uh, Unbelievable. So uh, both teams once again into the sectional round. Uh, It seems like you guys, obviously, you've been here longer than I have. It seems like you guys have never missed the postseason um you guys are always in sectionals so uh, how did it feel obviously uh, when you come to newman you kind of expect to make sectionals as a men and women's team don't you
2: well i think we do have an expectation level you know 19 years in we've qualified on both sides all 19 years um you know and we we have goals we have uh uh, expectations of of how to compete and and where we want to get to so um our, our kids, we've been blessed because we've had great student athletes in our program from the beginning. Um, and they work hard and they, they do what we ask them to for the most part. Tyler
1: Sidovic and James McIver, both qualifying individually on the men's side. James McIver is coming up later on in the show. Also, former baseball coach and current associate athletic director of external operations, Zane Ealing will be joining us on this edition of the JetCast as well. But I know you're extremely excited about those two guys to make it. Were those the two that you always thought would make it? Because I know at at different times you've had different guys who have been red hot for you on the men's side at at other times this year. But, um, you know, at the end of this day, it comes down to who's bowling well in April, and uh, it happens to be those two guys. How excited are you for those two to get a crack at nationals?
2: Yeah, we're really excited. Um, And to answer that question, I mean, it really could have been anybody on our squad. I mean, if you look at our averages for the year, I mean, there's probably, you know, seven pens differentiating the top average to the bottom average on the varsity level. So um, and we actually had, you know, four or five players there at the end that that could have done it with two games to go. So um, am I surprised that who made it? No. Um, you know, both of them were bowling pretty good going in. Um, but but it, honestly, it could have been any of about five or six different guys. It's,
1: a, it's kind of interesting because you've got
2: um, James, who is just, uh, just
1: off camera. You'll see him next. Um, I believe that's your first appearance, correct, at Nationals. But uh, you'll have Tyler, who went last year. So you've got a blend of a first-timer and a first-timer and some experience going back to Nationals, what do you think the dynamic will be having those two guys up there together?
2: Yeah, I think it'll be good. Um, anytime you can get more information um, and through the qualifying process, um, you know, they qualify, they bowl a certain amount of games, they qualify, they get seeded into match play, and then they start bowling match play. So having two instead of one will probably benefit both of them because as coaches we'll have more information about maybe what equipment to use, when to use it and how it goes as far as that goes.
1: We were talking a little bit about equipment coming on and you trying to get everything set up for all of that and putting in some long hours on the road to make sure that everybody's got that. How much is that we, we hear that in golf all the time. Mm-hmm. Like hey, we got to get the grooves cut on this putter or maybe I need to change the angle of my of a wedge. Is is that something that goes into bowling at at this level? In terms of, you know, maybe I need to use a heavier ball or, or a different material. How, how much goes into making an equipment selection in terms of the bowling ball?
2: Yeah, it's, it's uh, not so much the weight because the weight's going to be the same. You, want, you always want uh, the same you, weight. You want them to be throwing that so tempo doesn't get messed up. But there are different covers. There are different weight blocks. Uh, guys throw it differently. Um, so their PAP, positive access points, are different so you lay out the balls differently for each for each athlete okay um and so when you're going to this tournament um in the past few years uh it's been dominated by urethane covers uh so our guys will have that but you can't really go in going okay this is how it's going to be right so so what's the different like if you have because you mentioned your different
1: materials what how how do they and for the layman's you know who are you know who you know people like me who can right, barely if right. we if we get to one hundred we're like, all right, we made it
2: uh how do they perform differently yeah, urethane balls are uh they're really built for shorter patterns or patterns that don't have as much volume uh because of oil
1: on the on the lanes yeah
2: because they uh they control the end of the pattern uh and, and anything we do, no matter what the pattern is, we're trying to control the end of the pattern. We do not want a lot of sharp angles at the end of the pattern. We want them to be smooth and controllable. Sure. uh, So it's easier to control the ball motion. And that's generally what a urethane ball does, where a reactive ball, um, they're a little cleaner through the fronts. So they save a little bit more energy. So when they get down the lane, they make a little more violent move down the lane. Don't you like that? Well, we don't necessarily like like violent moves, but you know we always want to control it. But the there are so many different patterns that they can lay out. They can lay out different distances and and and
1: going into you know a tournament, an event. Do you guys get any advanced knowledge of what the patterns are or maybe there's a, a particular set of patterns and, and you, you don't know which ones? I guess that would be similar to golf in which, you, you know, you kind of know, okay, at Augusta on 18, these are the traditional hole placings, but, yeah. you know, they always have at their discretion that they could change it, not that, not that they will at, on Augusta Ma- National no. this weekend. But
2: is that something on the bowling alley that, 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 that you have access to? Yeah, we get none.
1: So so you're going blind every tournament.
2: Yes, Uh, for the most part. Uh, And and it's really, I mean, how it should be as far as on my side of it. Part of my job as a coach is to teach our players how to read their balls going down the lane to try to get proper ball motion, what balls we're going to choose. Uh, So it's one of those things where if you were good at that, you have an advantage over another athlete or another program in the country that maybe isn't as good as you are as a group. So I'm assuming for these guys, when you go up, first of all,
1: uh, when is when where? What's the venue? What's the competition level like? And, and, and when is this actually going to be happening?
2: Yeah, it's uh, January 20 through 23rd. Um, oh, you eat Ju- July? Or no? I'm sorry. It is April. I was going to say wow. January. We're a little Lost my mind. We're a little late. Uh, no, it's in April twenty through twenty third. It okay. is in Addison, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago, uh, in a bowling center that that gets a lot of college tournaments. And stay tuned here
1: because uh, we're going to try to get all the social and all that stuff for you guys to be able to follow along. If you would like to, obviously NewmanJets.com dot com is going to be a great source to keep track of Tyler and James. And James is coming up on the show here in just a second. So when you guys get up there, how important is it to be able to get on the lanes? Do you have access to the lanes for practice, you know, the the day before the day of the tournament to to try to get a feel? And and how do you go about with your bowlers? Because it is so individualized trying to make sure that they have the game plan. They have the understanding for their game, you know, because I know that we've talked in the past regarding left handers and right handers Mm -hmm. sometimes there are oil patterns that really favor lefties and then there are some that really favor righties and trying to figure out how to deal with that if it's not an oil pattern that fits your game is it's obviously a huge part of it isn't it
2: yeah i think there is a practice session at this event uh but uh, the practice session is more just getting your feet underneath you and finding some rhythm because the condition is never really the same once competition starts Uh, Our sport is so unique because they can't really – when they lay the pattern down initially, there's still a little of the house characteristic left in that pattern. Sure. So the more they strip and run it, the closer they get to the truer condition. And so we'll find out most of the information we need to find out during qualifying. Okay. um, And then take that information into the match play to try to help them. Um, You know, you can learn some things. By the practice session, but but a lot of times they're just totally different the next day. One thing that we do have to talk about is
1: the team competition at sectionals. Uh, obviously, you, you guys finished both on the men and the women's side, ranked in the top fifteen in the country. Mm-hmm. I know you had high hopes, and you know, like we said in the in the kind of the pregame or the scene setter here for the show, you know, you guys have a standard here of excellence uh, that's been met several times. What did I say? A twenty championship. Uh, appearances for the men and the women Um, didn't quite work out that way for the team on the men and the women's side. In what ways do you feel like the, the, the things, what didn't you do, I guess that you have traditionally done to get yourself to the championships
2: that maybe these two teams didn't quite execute. Yeah. I mean, we've been looking at a lot of data. Our sport is so data driven Um, And and I'll tell you, it seems like it seems like every sport's going that way. It really is. Uh, But, but it says a lot about what's going on and it tells you where your mistakes are. Um, We, we missed 48 spares on the guy's side. Um, That's probably 20% too much. Uh, But on top of that, we split 77 times. Um, And so that data alone just tells you there's some bad execution. Sure. And you know we we've had that issue at times during the year um, it kind of just popped back up during sectionals the, you know both teams I, I would not say bowled poorly um we we just didn't bowl great sure um and when you get to that point of the season when you're going against 16 of the best teams in the country you you really have to bowl pretty darn good to get there um and and similar on the on the ladies side we we just had too many opens um not enough clean frames you know we did some math and if we would have split half the time on either side it 50% more we probably going to be make it well you know it's 77 splits if you if you clean 37 of those pins, That's it's a lot of pins. it's 400 pins. <laughs> um and it, it you know when you think about it like that you're just like okay but knowing that if you do that the arm swings are going to be looser you're going to make better shots You're going to strike a little bit more. Sure. Uh, So that deficit doesn't really seem that much. You know, on the girls' side, um, it took 192 average for 64 games to make it. We averaged 185.3, right? So that's, you know, seven pence per game times 64. It's 420 pence, give or take. I mean, we lost that just in splits. Yeah. Um, So we wouldn't even have had to throw another strike if we would have just cleaned more frames. Uh but it but it does just get down to execution. You know, our our ladies side we had such a young group, um and you know, five freshmen getting a lot of playing time. Sure. Um and you can talk about that moment all you want um as a coach. A little different when you're on the lane, isn't it? But when you get there and you get to the event and every shot matters. Um, when during the season, maybe that isn't necessarily the case. You know, every shot matters, but you the formats are so long that you can rebound from a bad game sometimes. Um, and sectionals, it's very hard to do. The the guys were, after two sets on Sunday, uh, with six sets to go, they were 120 pins in the number. And they shoot 660, missing eight spares, and had six splits on top of that. And the team that was behind us shot 920. So it was a 300 pen turnaround in four games, um, and we just did not rebound from that very well. Um, but I think some of that, you know, just comes with experience, and you know, we'll we'll do better next year. We've we've at practice, we're our practice plans are going to be a little bit different here at the end of the year because we're going to do some fundamental stuff. We're going to get back to a, l- a little bit more fundamentals and get okay. some balance and some execution to kind of prepares for next year final question for you Uh, you do still have two guys that are not working on fundamentals
1: that they still need to fine-tune tyler Sinovic, james mciver Uh, what's it going to take for these guys to maybe bring home a championship what are you looking for what's going to allow both of these guys to do their best work up here at the nationals
2: yeah i think again it comes down to execution right Uh, but like any postseason in any sport it is who gets hot in those couple days, right? Um, you know, we're, we're watching basketball, right? Sure. The last few weeks, and um, KU North Carolina. North Carolina came in not not really playing that well and gets hot at the conference tournament, carries mm-hmm. that on end, right? KU had some rough moments but got incredibly hot during the tournament and wins the national championship, right? It's, a, it's the same thing in our sport. There are 24 athletes um, on – the men's side that'll be at nationals and literally every one of them can play sure so it is going to be the the you know four guys that get the hottest in two days of bowling uh, that make that show and you know our guys are capable of that the tv show is where they want to be last time give us an update the
1: dates how people can follow if they want to watch social media obviously uh, at Newman Jets on Twitter is going to be a great place for you to follow NewmanJets we'll have a lot of updates there but if people want to follow along with these two guys and see if they can bring home that first championship since 2004 how can they do that
2: yeah the, the only way at this event is through bowl.com okay that, um, that, that should be pretty easy to remember yeah bowl.com and they have a live streaming space on bowl.com bowl tv and every match, all of qualifying, it will all be streamed on, that, on that, their format. It's
1: April 20th is when it starts, correct? I so, yeah. april 20th, Bowl.com to get the latest on the national championships as the Jets try to bring home an individual title. Best of luck to you, Coach. Congratulations thanks. on two decades. We're talking year 20 next year with Coach Murphy. Hard to believe. Thanks Pretty so amazing.
2: much. Yeah, thanks for having we
1: me. We will have one of those qualifiers, James McIver. He is coming up next to join me here on the JetCast.
0: Hi, friends. Phil Nightingale, General Manager of Mel Hamilton Ford. As we look back over 2021, I'll admit there were some challenges, but overall, it was a great year. It was a year full of great events, new beginnings with our warehouse, and another year of taking care of customers and giving back to this great community. Whether you visited Mel Hamilton Ford to purchase a vehicle or visit our Facebook to enter a contest, we appreciate your time and your business. Thank you to every customer from racing to quick lane. Mel Hamilton Ford, taking care of customers since 1984, Experience the difference. Thank you to Don Lear Construction,
3: proud supporter of Newman Athletics.
1: A couple of Newman Jets bowlers headed up to nationals. One of them joining us this week on the Jetcast. It is James a Jr. out of Cape Coral, Florida joining us here on the show James thank you so much for being a part of the program and congratulations on your national tournament berth thank you thank you for having me he's bowled the 300 a high series entering the year of 815 and he enters the postseason with an average of 203.4 going into the national tournament how do you feel like the year's gone for you
4: uh the first half of the season was not the best for me But coming back after I went home for Christmas break, got to spend time with some family, just have fun while bowling again. And then I came back and the second half was definitely a lot better for me.
1: What do you feel like technically was the difference between the first half of the season and the second half of the
4: season? Uh, The second half, we worked a lot more on my uh, fixing my swing a little bit. It was getting really bad first half. So
1: when you and when you say your swing obviously we're not talking about a golf swing or a or a baseball <laughs> swing we're talking about the your swing on the on on the delivery of the ball yeah what, what do you feel like was was the change that you made that that allowed you to to have more success uh
4: just trying to keep it more Easy going, not moving around as much as it was the first half of the semester.
1: Obviously qualifying for you guys as a team. um, You want to qualify as a team. You want to qualify
4: individually as well. How do you felt like that went for you guys as a group? Um, Honestly, I would give up my single spot for the team, but uh, we just I don't think we were bowling as one unit in postseason but we'll come back next year and fix that for sure
1: obviously you certainly individually did bowl the kind of uh you you know you put the kind of put the pins down that you needed to to get uh, individually what was really working for you at those qualifications at, at sectionals
4: um just going one shot at a time for sure uh not trying to get ahead of myself at all just taking everything one shot at a time focusing on the second shot more than the first shot
1: the, uh, what's the goal, I think, for you? Because um, you, know, you said you know we weren't bowling as a team. How do you try to build that and be a good teammate next year so you guys can come back? I mean, obviously, you guys qualified for sectionals again. You guys are on an amazing run in terms of qualifying for sectionals. It's been a number of years in a row you've been in the postseason. What do you feel like the guys need to do to come together to be better teammates and to roll together better next year?
4: um there's just uh like personally i do some things that i wasn't aware of at the time but i like put my head down a lot without realizing it that's just something we need to change and no one can be doing that in order for us to be successful next year
1: obviously so excited to have you and a teammate going to nationals what's it like to have another guy uh, to
4: go up there and tyler to 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 be at nationals with um i don't know last year he made it by himself so At least this year, he's got someone going with him. Uh, I'm just hoping we have a good time while we're up there. What is the training regimen like? How is it
1: different for nationals? Or is it a situation where you do everything you can to just try to stay as regular and as normal as possible in terms of your preparation, in terms of what you're doing doing to, to get yourself ready and to keep
4: yourself sharp for nationals? Um, I actually just got back from bowling the Masters. Uh, I decided to bowl that to try and uh, better my game and see what I need to work on before Nationals. What, uh,
1: what's your expectations? What expectations do you have for yourself? And then obviously, uh, you know, I'm sure you guys are both hoping that you'll kind of push each other up the, up the standings there at Nationals, too.
4: Um, my personal expectations are just to go out there and um, bowl the best I can. Uh, wherever that puts me, that puts me.
1: It's probably a good attitude to have, isn't it? Yeah. What's it like to be coached by uh, this guy, Coach Murphy, here behind the camera? <laughs> I love Billy. He's an awesome coach, and um, I'm really glad I came here for sure. Do you guys have any specific goals for what you and Tyler want to achieve at Nationals? Is it, you know, like, hey, we want to get top 25, we want to win the whole darn thing, or or do you prefer to just, as you said, just take it, you know, one frame at a time, one ball at a
4: time, and and, and see how many pins you drop? Um, My personal goal is to definitely make the TV show, which would be top four.
1: Okay, TV show. I mean, TV show would be a big deal. We would love to see the Jet logo on the TV show. Once again, James McIver, he is a junior out of Cape Coral, Florida. James is one of the two bowlers that is headed up to the Nationals representing the Newman Jets bowling team coming up. Thank you so much for the time. Congratulations and best of luck to both of the Jet bowlers coming up in Nationals, including you you and Tyler. Thank you. We will wrap things up with the Associate Athletic Director of External Operations, Zane Ealing. He's coming up next on the Jet cast. Let's face it, it's been a while since you updated your kitchen and bathroom. And while they fit your style when your house was built, styles change. Or maybe the space just isn't fitting your current needs. That's where Keystone Solid Surfaces comes in. Keystone is the premier fabricator and installer of quartz, granite, and solid surfaces in Kansas. And with their huge, brand-new showroom at 1655 North Wabash in Wichita, providing the perfect inspiration, the possibilities are truly endless. That's why when it's time for an upgrade, the key is Keystone. Keystonesolidsurfaces.com or find great specials on Facebook. Book.
0: Where can you land the best jet swag? The official online store of Newman University Athletics, and Nujetzgear.com. Store features the greatest variety of Jets logo gear anywhere, from latest clothing styles and hats to Newman branded lawn chairs and office supplies and more. and NewJetsgear.com is your place to purchase sports-specific alumni, parents, and hard-to-find Newman merchandise. Shop right now on your computer or phone. NUJetSGear.com or click the Shop Now button at NewmanJets.com.
1: We're back to wrap up our JetCast with the man who is wrapping up his third year as the Associate Athletic Director for External Operations, following 10 years as the head coach of Newman Jets Baseball. He spent three years as an assistant as well, Coach Zane Ealing. And, yeah, once you're a coach on this show, you're always a coach on this show. So welcome back and uh, appreciate the time. Thank you so much.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me on. Well,
1: well, I know that the uh, last couple of days for you guys in the athletic department have been Uh, really busy hosting uh, the Newman Jets uh, Women's Golf Tournament uh, where we had a lot of success. We're going to be talking with a golfer who finished second at the event. She's coming up next week with Coach Torgerson on our JetCast as they prepare for the MIAA tournament. So look forward to that next week. But how did that go, getting things set up there? That was at Sand Creek Station, correct?
3: Yep, yep. It all um, went pretty smooth. The weather was, um, you know, as good as it could be, I guess. Mostly cooperative. Um, we, did, we didn't get rain like we thought we might get, so that's good. But it, it was a little chilly. But I think, you know, from a from a golfer standpoint, I know the first day especially, um, I think the weather was fine and the second day was a little bit tougher. But um, overall, I think it went pretty smooth. Um, actually, you know, kind of got rounds in in about five hours. So um, I don't think it could have gone any better. 20, uh, I mean –
1: Felicia could have won the whole darn thing that that would have been very nice, but other than that twenty one uh one twenty twenty two we've had some it's been an interesting year in terms of administration we've had you know kind of a relaxation of protocols, which is something that your department has to deal with quite a bit, um, because one of your many responsibilities is game day management. And then we had them put back on, and now we're back taking them off. How how, how is 2021, 2022 gone for you?
3: Well, um, it, it's, I think, gone pretty well, because as you take things away – um, some of those protocols that makes our life easier, and once you get used to some of those protocols, and you take them away, it makes a game day easier in some in some ways. So, um, you know, I you know, for for the most part, um, it's gone pretty well, and and it's been exciting to get back to having fans, um, not having to worry about some little things as much because um, we don't have to have those protocols in in, in place. And um, I think everybody's kind of figuring out how. Um, to be safe and, and still enjoy themselves, which is really nice. And, you know, because we want, you know, you play the game, you want fans in the stands, you want excitement. I mean, that's, that's uh, you know, what makes our job um, so much fun.
1: One of the things that I know that you really did enjoy that you launched this fall was, of course, the brand new brand identity for Newman University Athletics. And contrasting here, you can see the old logo right here and then of course the new one and also behind me Uh, i know that you guys were really excited to get that out in the public and see what the response would be in uh i think that was in september when that happened um how did the development of that go and 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 how do you feel like the reception has been for for all the new branding and the new the new uh word mark and the new logo
3: yeah i think um i'll start with the reception is uh from what i've gathered uh, everybody has been really excited about it um, you know when, when things are new you're a little worried obviously um, you know that kind of goes into the development of it that we put a lot of thought and a lot of time into it, it took almost two years to to really get to where we are today um, but for the most part um, everybody was really excited about it. everybody's really happy with how things turned out Um, And, you know, we have a lot of options with it. It gives us a way more modern look. Um, And, you know, I think what was important during the development of it is uh, make sure we're honoring the past and honoring who we are and our identity, too. So, um, you know, it it took two years. It it all started with uh, Jeff Lovar over in admissions um, with some ideas. And we we went back and forth for – two years, basically, we, we got some, you know, feedback from the public, we got feedback from people across campus. Um, and, and really, you know, as we're going through it, you know, obviously, I put a lot of time and effort and thought into it. And until we got to this logo, I never felt like it was complete. And once we got to this, um, what we have today, that's that's when I really, really felt good about it. And that's kind of where we decided it was ready to take off.
1: You got how frustrating has it been for you in terms of trying to get apparel out because of all of the, the, you know, One of the things in 2021, 2022 that has not been back to normal has been many of the supply chains that you guys use in order to stock the store, which we probably should plug right here and you com if you'd like to get some of this stuff with a new logo and also you know there is mother's day coming up right. uh, so mom and the family might want some drinkware some gifts you can find it all on new dot com. but how, how frustrating has it been to not be able to get as much apparel as you would have liked just because you know despite things getting more back to normal there's still a large section of the economy and in terms of supply chain that just is not moving product at the rate and the speed that uh, we were used to and we're still accustomed to, uh, you know, pre-pandemic.
3: Yeah. So that's actually one of the things we kind of talked about when we were talking about when we were going to release. And we basically just decided that, um, waiting wouldn't do us that much good probably. So, um, we went ahead with it knew that there was going to be frustrations <laughs> and some challenges and all those things. So, um, I guess knowing going in that there's going to be those challenges kind of helps with the frustration part. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it has been challenging, but you know, as much as it has been challenging, um, and maybe it's because the new logo, I've noticed this more, but I've noticed a lot more people at our games, a lot more people um, across campus wearing the new logo, wearing um, Newman gear, which is really, really exciting to see and really is the reason a big reason why we thought a rebrand was, was appropriate is that we wanted to get people excited and people obviously are buying it and getting on in newjetsgear.com i see a lot of that gear um, across campus which is really really exciting
1: and i know one thing obviously the next step and you know based on when you guys you know get uniforms certainly it's not a, a situation at the division 2 level where most programs will just you know get a new logo and then have immediate new uniforms not the case at most programs, so how excited are you as you know because I know that there is a budget in mm-hmm. each team or athletically. For you know, uniforms do wear out and they have to be replaced on you know a, a three to six year basis. It depends on the sport. Yep. There's some sports that last longer than others. But how excited are you to see more of these locos and more of the lettering, the word mark, the NU? You're already seeing some of it at baseball with the brand new hats. Which uh, don't worry, I've already gotten on. Coach, we got to get those in the je- in the store because I want one. They look amazing. But how excited are you to see some of this stuff? You because know, I know that some of it you design for casual wear, like the jacket that you're wearing, for mm-hmm. drink wear. But a lot of it, it also has to look good on the uniform. And yep. I can't wait to see what some of this stuff is going to look like on the ladies and the, and the gentlemen that are wearing it representing the, the Navy in red next year or, yeah. or in the years to come.
3: Yeah, that obviously is a very exciting part. And a really big part of um, the vision of it um, was what it's going to look like on a uniform and getting it our, our guys um, and girls in, in that stuff. Um, luckily, I think... We hit a pretty good time to where there is going to be a lot of uniforms being replaced. I know um, really women's basketball is the only one that probably – um, they, had the newest yeah, ones. They
1: just got some new yep.
3: uniforms. But everybody else, I mean, women's soccer was already wearing the new logo in some of their uniforms. Yep. They're getting more this year. Um, baseball was a pretty, I mean, having hats makes it an easier transition. And, um, and baseball's a little bit different in that you've got, you know, because you've got, they've still got the
1: Jets pinstripes, mm-hmm. which those are probably getting close to, to being the last year for those. And it's also different because they've had the old English N before, and mm-hmm. there's been, you know, baseball's kind of always its own thing, and they've got their own version of the NU logo, which looks fantastic on the navy hats and the red hats which i think also look good so but yeah it, it, it is coming around isn't it for a lot of these teams yeah
3: so I, I would imagine in the next year or two that we're going to be almost fully um transitioned to the new logo and um you know it may take a year or two to transition to every single uni- uniform out there but i think for the most part um the majority will have the new logo here in the in the next year or two
1: and another thing that people should be aware of is that the traditional NU logo for the university is not changing. Uh, that's still going to be the institutional mark. But in terms of that mark on uniforms, that's not going to be a thing going forward. You're going to be sticking with, you know, your the, the traditional or what I guess it's not traditional anymore because it's brand new, <laughs> uh, but the new logo and that, you know, I think a lot of people maybe sometimes get confused, you know, that there is an athletic logo and an institutional logo, and and you guys are going to be using the athletic logo, but it doesn't
3: change what Newman's doing with the the NU with the cross logo. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yep. That's definitely still – gonna be used across campus and and you know I'm sure it'll have its times where we use it a little bit but um, probably not on uniforms but in different ways you know um, there there is still a big use for that logo too.
1: What is the the biggest role that you've had so I think one of the ways that you've kind of taken on more and more responsibility has been in terms of game management over your time becoming the associate athletic director how has that evolved with, you know, I, I'm sure when you took over the job, um, some of the stuff that you've had to do these last two years was not even in the realm of, of thought um, that you've had to try to pull off and, and, and make work in very difficult situations. Uh, how has that been, the, the game management part of the duties in terms of making sure that the games are administratively run correctly and kept on time on game day? Uh, most notably, obviously, at volleyball and men's and women's basketball.
3: Yeah, I think the biggest change. Um, with with the pandemic, stuff like streaming became and, – and just the day and age that we're in, streaming has come a lot more important. Um, we have a lot more interest in people um, wanting to see video and wanting play-by-play and all those – sort of thing. So, um, you know, and, and only having, you know, uh, assistant AD for communications in our SID office and, um, you know, not enough manpower, you got to kind of jump in some different areas. So really I think the biggest change, obviously there's the COVID stuff, but, um, you know, really putting an effort into the streaming and the the play-by-play stuff that we can, you know, serve the people that can't be here in person better and, and make it, to where people want to watch it or want to listen to it instead of um you know cuz as you know, if you, you turned on something on and it's hard to watch, you're not going to watch it again. So we want to try to get things to get on to where it looks good, sounds good. That way people want to come back and watch it that way.
1: And obviously all the Newman games are streamed on the MIAA network for the most part at themiwanetwork.com slash Newman. And we are having the ba- biggest baseball schedule that we've ever broadcast. Of course, it'll be on the Newman Jets audio network at newmanjets.com slash listen. There's a paid option for the MIAA network. And the audio network is absolutely free for grandma and grandpa. And obviously, if you're watching, that audio will be streamed on there as well. Um, what's been the reception like in terms of the audio network and trying to grow that? And obviously, this year, uh, so excited to have our biggest baseball schedule we've ever had. And then, uh, like you said, the the MIAA network, certainly during this last three-year stretch, is probably uh, doing the biggest numbers that it's ever done for
3: uh, all across the association. Yeah, I think people are almost getting used to Having play-by-play and, and the video and everything together, because when we don't have it, um, I think we get more complaints about that than we do about anything. Even if we mess up the video, so <laughs> uh, which is good. I mean, that's you know, you the, want people to care, right? We do, and, and we want um, you. We want to promote our student athletes, and um, especially when we're having success, we really want that to be um, something people can access and listen to, and um, or watch, whatever it may be. So. Um, you know, it's a very important part of college college athletics, and it's going to continue and, and probably become more important in the future.
1: How – in terms of, of baseball, obviously, um, as the former baseball coach, how excited are you? I know you're not coaching right now, but you got to be excited about seeing the success that the sure. baseball team's having. Best 15 game start in the history of the Division Two program, uh, and and has been very very competitive. in so many of these series uh, with the you know maybe the one exception of Central Missouri, but mm-hmm. if you've looked at their record, the Mules are doing that too. Everybody this year so far, I think they're still undefeated in the MiAA. But um, gosh, you got to be so pumped for for baseball and, and, and what those guys are doing out there at McCarthy Field.
3: I mean, absolutely. I mean, when you're a baseball guy, you love baseball. And You love good baseball. So and the Jets are playing um, good baseball. When aren't you they? play good baseball, it makes it much easier to love too. So, uh, but yeah, they've they've had a really good season. Um, even though I know that they, there's been some, a little bit of disappointment here. Um, in a couple games lately maybe but um still but, got got you know the, the su- got
1: the Sunday win in the last series salvaging yep. Yep. game 3 of that so you know all those little th- i mean you know all those little things you know any time that you you know you win series and you don't get swept at the end of the year in terms of the standings those little games and you can look and say well you lost the series but not getting swept that adds up and makes a big difference Absol- at the end of the year doesn't absolutely. it
3: absolutely yeah absolutely and i think um, taking two or three at Central Oklahoma on the road, that's huge. Um, you know I think a couple of those games there like that you know you take some you take some games that maybe especially on the road that you're not expecting to to win necessarily in the big scheme of things of course you're expecting to win every game but um, you know those are the games that are going to come back at the end of the year that those are the wins that are going to help you get into the conference tournament and, and put you in position to get to some postseason
1: well not only that but I mean there's nobody who knows how close you can be to not quite getting in and that 2000 I was looking back 2018, I believe it was for the Heartland Conference, where there were five teams at the top of the league going into the last weekend, and none of them were guaranteed to make the turn. Th- actually, I think it might have been six, mm-hmm. but but there were, none of the teams were guaranteed to make the postseason. So you know the razor thin margin, it really
3: can come down to one at bat or one pitch, can't it? it? Absolutely can. I mean that season we were down at St Mary's in the season, and if we take the series. We're in the conference tournament and they're out. Yeah, and it ended up where um, I remember the
1: season, the series before you had to win that series, and we had that on the radio, I believe, and you had to win that series to give yourself a chance. you you did get that done at home. Yeah, and then you know going down and and yeah, you were you had a chance there on Saturday to play for everything.
3: Yep, and 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 then it ended up you know obviously we. Um, lost the game, a close game, um, and they ended up winning the series and they ended up sharing the heartland conference title that year so um yeah, I mean every game matters is it 's hard to think about that like even right now in the season, though <laughs> i 'm sure those guys you know are out there, but um everything matters every every win you can pick up you know adds up towards the end of the year of course so
1: one thing obviously that adds up as well is the support of the program financially from people like you out there in the community businesses and that's the other big part of your job and i know that one thing that you're looking at uh coming up here is the jet open uh registration just open for that and uh people who want to be a part of that it's just like getting into the postseason. Every little bit matters, and it doesn't matter if it's $25 or $2,500. Every little bit helps Newman be competitive in the best NCAA Division two conference in the country. How's plans going as you get set for another Jet Open? Which, hopefully,
3: being outside, hopefully we're going to get that back even closer to normal this year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's... You know, being the the third year, um, it makes it a lot easier to plan, for sure. Um, being in this position, but and we have a great group of uh, um, sponsors that are very um, loyal and committed, and. Um, so it's easy to go back and 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 you know sell those basically and we're always looking for new people and new new teams um all you know that's how we can grow um is really finding some new sponsors and and people that are interested in supporting and um you know being part of the Newman Jets Audio Network and the MIAA Network and um, getting some sponsorship from that end too um, as part of our packages. So um, really planning's going great. We've already got some commitments. We already got people signing up. So, um, you know, we were nearly full last year. um, So we're hoping that we're we're being you know, busting at the seams this year.
1: Nine, and by the way, it's three one six nine four two four two nine one. 942 and just ask for Coach Ealing. And uh, I'll, I'll probably be the one that connects you and he'll be happy to talk to you. And I'll put, I'll even put his money down and I didn't even ask him if I could say this or not, but if there's a package or something that you want that's unique for you on the audio network, we'll make it happen for you. So just ask for what you want. We'll do it for you. Believe me, we can make it happen. Um, so last thing for you, what's the next big project? Obviously, Jet Open is going to take up so much of your time once we're done through the season the baseball season but what's on the horizon what's up for the summer for you obviously uh like everybody else in the athletic department probably some well-deserved time off is going to be on the docket i would never deny you that but uh what's what's some other things on this on the summer that, that you got to get done uh to t- try to keep building the momentum and keeping it moving forward
3: yeah i think uh a lot of uh you know we've had a lot of big things happen in the last couple of years. You know we got the new online store, we got the app, we got um, the new logo. We've got uh, a lot Jets of big Audio things. Network. I don't. I don't know if we're going to be able to top anything we do this <laughs> summer with all the stuff we've been doing. But um, you know we're just continuing to try to get better. Um, you know, um, I know with with Zach we want to try to upgrade some of his equipment, some of the cameras. Um, we're 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 trying to um, you know start a well. We are the sports communication major is changing a little bit to it's called it's going to be called sports media and promotion, um, which we've been working with uh, Dr. Hain with um and hopefully getting you know try to attract some more students and get them into that um and get some some more interns so we can cover our teams better in social media um I think that's going to be a a, something my outside the jet open that I think we're we're going to be really working on is just trying to get more student involvement um, within the athletic department as far as Um, you know, covering our teams on social media, getting more content out there, um, being able to promote ourselves better. Um, I think that's that's pretty much, um, you know, one of our big priorities. Um, And then, you know, as a department as a whole, which kind of involved with too is. I know that we're in a strategic plan planning um, phase right now, and um, as a university, and I know a comprehensive campaign is on the horizon here um, that we're hopefully going to be a part of to improve our outdoor facilities. So. Um, there's going to be a lot of planning behind closed doors with that too to, to, to really get that going and, and see where we can get with that and really try to um, make it better out there for our outdoor guys.
1: Once again it's 316-942- 4291. Call if you are interested in the Jet Open or if you're a student who thinks, yeah, you know, I'd like to get into sports and watch sports for a living and get into sports communications. Uh, Newman's got you covered there too and we can put you over to admissions about that possibility. Zane Ealing, Athletic director associate athletic director for external operations and uh one of my bosses kind (laughs) of in in a way uh nice job boss thanks so much yeah yeah, thank you we'll be back next week we're talking golf director of golf taran torgeson will be on we'll have the golfer that finished second felisa will be here as well next week after finishing second at the newman home golf meet this past week so until then like crips saying go us.